Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to Los Angeles. Angeles. Yeah. I love that you still hold your arm up. <laughs> you know, we got it. The presentation yeah, matters. Yeah, it does. It really adds. It adds to it. All right. So sh- should we just jump in? Yeah, let's do beauty news. This is a very exciting launch that neither Sarah or I knew about. So it maybe it was meant to be a big surprise, a surprise and delight. So let's surprise and delight our audience. Sunday Riley is getting into hair care. And they have launched a new product called Clean Rinse. And Sarah, do you want to explain what it is? Yes. Okay. So Clean Rinse is a clarifying scalp serum. So it's supposed to help clear away any product buildup, any sebum, dead skin, pollution. It's supposed to make your scalp look healthier and refresh it and nurture it with all these vitamins and minerals. Did I say that they have, did I say what the ingredients were? No, no, no. Did I just jump into how it worked? Okay. So it has AHA and BHAs. So it's going to basically eat away at all of that buildup and excess oil. And Kirby, can you tell me a little bit? (laughs) I wanted to say like, and and to Kirby's point earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, guys, we, uh, we actually recorded this earlier, but my audio recorder decided to literally cut out half of it. So we're re-recording this again. Just a little run through, just a little run through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what were you saying? I was basically saying that you mentioned earlier that this would be great if you have oily hair. Totally. So if you notice that your hair is overproducing, or your scalp rather, overproduces oil and you have a naturally oily scalp, I think this would be a really great product for you because it does have that glycolic acid, the salicylic acid, and the witch hazel, which are all not only very clarifying, but they help with, you know, exfoliation and sebum production. So, And then it also has vitamin C and vitamin B and calcium, zinc, vitamin E, panthenol, all of these nourishing ingredients. Yeah, and I know people probably think, oh my God, vitamin C, why would I put vitamin C in my hair? Vitamin C is actually amazing for clarifying your hair. Justin Anderson, when I got my hair colored with him, would always use these packets of Malibu Blonde, which is literally L-asorbic acid in powder form mixed with a few other things. And you basically wet it in your palm and you massage it throughout your scalp and leave it on for five minutes while you're like shaving your legs or, you know, doing body wash or something and it really helps to clarify the hair um, especially for blondes that deal with brassiness and buildup so I feel like this is kind of a mix of a scalp scrub and then skincare for your scalp yep it's like so wait should we be using vitamin c like our vitamin c serums on our scalp I don't know I just know that I use the Malibu packets and they are L-asorbic acid and I trust those for my hair and then dry bar actually came out with their version which I think they probably were inspired by the Malibu C products but they are bigger 
so you get more product, which I think is great because some when I have my extensions, I feel like I have to use two of the Malibusi packets instead of one. So very interesting, but yes, I think that this product is, it's essentially a chemical exfoliant for your scalp. Yes, which, which we know Sunday Riley does really well. Get on my scalp. <laughs> I want this product. <laughs> and it's, it's beautiful. also so cute. It's beautiful. Yes, so beautiful. Pink. It's like in this really cute pink bottle <laughs> with a applicator to help you apply directly into your roots. And it's gold. So it has this like really sexy gold consistency and color to it. I I cannot wait to get this on my head. I really, really want to use it. Me too. I definitely need it. Great for people that like to work out too, I'm sure. Instead of having to use like shampoo and conditioner every day, this is probably a great option. But then you can also use it with shampoo and conditioner, right? I think yep. we read that. Yep. We read on the website that you can pair it with your shampoo and conditioner. Um, you can leave it on as a mask for like a couple of minutes or you can just put it in for five minutes, let it do its thing and then rinse. And um, it's $48. So... Definitely along the lines of like, you know, a chemical exfoliant you would use on your face for sure. I want to try it. This looks amazing to me. I can't wait. I am going to email Francisco right after this. (laughs) Francisco, help us (laughs) out. All right. And Tarte is launching a new concealer. So, you know, when you think of Tarte, it's synonymous with Shape Tape. Everybody loves Shape Tape. Sarah, you have a stat, I think. It's like the Yeah, well, they said they... I think it's I think it's true, but they claim to be the number one concealer brand in America because I think of just how many units of shape tape they sell in like a minute or whatever. Yeah, I, I can't remember what the stat was, but it's something very impressive. Totally, and I, I would not be surprised by that in, in the height, uh, the slightest. But so they have shape tape, and they have this other uh, family of products, the C products. You know rainforest of the sea things like that um so they came out with hydro concealer hydro concealer if you couldn't have guessed was um it's based off hydrating the skin and making your skin look plump and glowy it's supposed to be like a second skin with medium coverage to help with things like dark circles redness etc and it's a qvc exclusive it's 24 dollars, so on par with their other concealer products and they have 12 shades. It sounds like it sounds like my kind of concealer. Yes. So what I'm thinking with this concealer, I feel like they might be targeting more mature skin. Right. People that have mature skin. Or like people, well, when you are more mature, you have dry skin. So people with drier skin. Exactly. And it includes things like caffeine and niacinamide. And the, the purpose of it is really to help with redness and dark circles. So I think that's kind of why it caters to a more mature skin. Also, I know a lot of women, you know, as we get older, we obviously get wrinkles and our pores become more prominent. And a lot of people, you know, my mom too is like, what kind of makeup can I wear for my face that doesn't accentuate the lines that I have or the pores that I have? Um, And it's actually really hard because sometimes more makeup makes those things more obvious on the face. Right. And then it just settles into the creases. It looks cakey and dries, yeah, dries out your, yeah, your under eyes or your skin. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm looking at the campaign right now 
now and they have a model who is clearly in her you know 50s 60s has lines you know wrinkles things like that but it just looks like her skin is really glowy and I think like that's kind of the purpose of this concealer it's supposed to look like your skin it's not going to be maybe as thick or as opaque as shape yeah. tape would be she looks really it's like very radiant yeah yeah very radiant um i was also going to say there's 12 shades so there's three light shades four medium shades and three deep shades and yeah i i sarah and i both have this product we haven't tried it yet it's it's either in a box in our rooms or on the way (laughs) but i am a i'm a i love tarps products i think they make some really me too not only iconic but great products that really deliver so i'm very excited to try this and apparently on their website it says that this is sweat proof so great for summer oh yeah yep provides 12 hours of hydration and is sweat proof cool so awesome we we love to see it we love to see it we love to see it all right get it on me get it on me moving on to what's What's on on your your face face? (laughs) yeah okay there's more hand gestures when we when we make gifts for instagram it should be us going with the arm in the air oh God, and then, someone to help any of our listeners can you help us with that do, do we have any listeners that know how to make gifts because we need the help we need it we will pay you in product you will be set for life gifts also filters yeah filters we want a filter <laughs> we want a filter help us out if, if you know how to do those things inquire within thanks okay Okay, Kirby, what is on your face? I love, love, love this brand. It's called Monastery. And I got sent, you know, a variety of different products from the brand. But the one that I'm just very, very obsessed with is called XX Rose Glycolic Gel. Sounds naughty. (laughs) I I know, XX. I was like, (laughs) what does this mean? But Sarah, you have this product too, I believe. Yes, I have not tried it yet, but now I'm going to. We got it as a, in a gift bag from Kelly Adderton, former beauty editor. She just opened her own spot called Adderton, this really chic boutique uh, in Beverly Glen. Obviously, it's not open right now because of obvious reasons, but she gave Sarah and I a care package of some of the brands that she carries within the store. And one of them is Monastery. And the products, not only the packaging is just so beautiful, it's like very clean looking, very elevated and chic, but I like to have a little bit of a scent to the products I use. I like the aromatic experience and the fragrance with these products, A, it's not it's not fake fragrance, it's not added fragrance, it's actually what the, the ingredients smell like. They're very earthy and very natural smelling, which is something that I find very grounding, especially when I'm doing my routine in the morning or at night. So this product, it has rose water and glycolic acid, 10% glycolic acid with the rose water base. So it's very soothing, rose water. I mean, everybody loves the Mario Badescu rose water spray. There are so many rose water sprays out there, but this with the glycolic acid is just a home run for me. I'm a glycolic acid stan. I would say it's my second favorite ingredient after vitamin C. I just love what it does for my skin and how it makes my skin and the texture look. Mm-hmm. And the formulation is perfect for me. Now on the website, it says that it's not ideal for ultra sensitive skin. However, it can be used as a mask for sensitive skin, which they say to leave on for two to five minutes. I would love for them to define ultra sensitive versus sensitive. I'm not really sure 
you know, what they mean by that. Is it like, can they not use any acids at all? Or is their skin easily irritated? I'm not really sure, but that's like one one um, piece of advice I'd have for them is define that on the site. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd use it. I cleanse my skin, essence, put on the glycolic gel, and then let that set and put on my moisturizer and then sunscreen, whether it's, you know, if it's in during the day, obviously. But mm-hmm. this is one of those products you're just going to be happy to have because it's so beautiful <laughs> and and so clean so clean yeah only six ingredients are in this entire product so it's very chic looking too the brand super chic and they are based in san francisco so if you're interested in monastery go ahead and check them out on their website www.monasterymade.com the rose glycolic gel is 74 dollars. awesome Okay. What's on your face? <laughs> Thanks for asking. Thought you would never <laughs> ask. Okay, so this is a product that I feel like I've talked about before, but I can't remember. Um, <laughs> but I've been using it so much that if I if I had mentioned it before, I want to mention it again. Okay, go for it. So it is the Dermalogica Invisible Physical Defense SPF 30 Sunscreen. I feel like you've mentioned it, but I don't think that... I didn't... Maybe we didn't pick it. Maybe we mentioned it as a news piece. Yeah. Or that we just went to the launch event because we did. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know when that was. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> 80 years ago. Ever, yes. I've been using this product for eight years. <laughs> it's such a good sunscreen, though. I hope all of you are still wearing sunscreen right now because you should, even though you're inside. Um, and I love this one because it truly is invisible really really blends into my skin so well does not leave a white cast which I've mentioned before is a really big something that's super important for me when I'm looking for sunscreen Um, it's made with a non-nano zinc oxide which is what helps provide that invisible protection what I also love about this sunscreen is that it provides blue light protection which is obviously super important for all of us right now because we are just connected to all of our screens And it has bioactive mushroom complex, which helps soothe the skin and reduce UV-induced redness and dryness. So they are promoting this product, the sunscreen, as a formula that works for all skin tones because it's super invisible, but also all skin types. So if you have really sensitive skin and maybe, you know, you break out when you use other um, formulas, maybe give this a try because it has those um, soothing Uh, ingredients in it also antioxidant green tea to help protect against free radical damage I yeah I'm just a big fan I usually wear SPF 50 especially when I am spending a lot more time outdoors so this only has SPF 30 but we're gonna have a whole other episode on what the actual difference between SPF 30 and SPF 50 is. Totally. I think SPF 30 is is great. Like at minimum, you should be wearing SPF 30. And I'm an SPF 30 stan, but I've since learned that SPF 50 is better. Yeah. For a variety of reasons. And there's so so many sunscreens that I use that are made in Korea and Japan. And there's even the sunscreens that are made, you know, in France that are available at, you know, all the French pharmacies and stuff that are all SPF 50. So There's definitely a reason to use the SPF 50. I just, for day to day, if you're mostly indoors, like I want to know what the difference is and and why, what, which one we should really be using. So TBD on that. Yeah, I honestly feel like the SPF 30 is so that they can make it invisible, right? Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. 
It must be. It must. And it also just must be like easier to work with in formulas because like a lot of makeup yep. has SPF 30. Yeah. You don't really see it have anything higher than that, which I think that makes sense. But totally. uh, so, yeah. So if you're looking for a new sunscreen, especially one that is really invisible, but still, you know, protects your skin from all of the, you know, UVA, UVB, blue light, free radical damage. COVID. Just kidding. <laughs> that would be amazing. Do not, <laughs> do not listen to me. That was just, just, just a joke. That was a, that was a Donald Trump. That yeah. Was, <laughs> I was being sarcastic, guys. <laughs> I was being sarcastic. Yes. And it's $54. Yes. $54 sold wherever Dermalogica is available. So their website, Ulta, Sephora, all that good stuff. Cherry is an app for straightforward, honest beauty reviews, kind of like our podcast. We have our own account where we post the products we're loving currently, but the feed is full of reviews from the best blackhead blasting masks to brand face-offs. We like Cherry because similar to reviews you get from your friends, they're unbiased. The community not only lets you know how a product did work for them, but how it might not have worked. Cherry was founded on the idea that discovering beauty products should be an inclusive process, and not just from recommendations from the biggest followings, loudest voices, or most conventional looks. It's basically like if Instagram was only beauty reviews. And Cherry is giving back to the beauty community. Founded in LA, Cherry started the Future Beauty Fund to help local LA stylists, nail artists, estheticians, and more. To start, they're donating $100,000 to professionals in need. To nominate a beauty business or professional, just download Cherry from the Apple App Store or visit their website to nominate a worthy professional at www.cherry.com. That's www.cherie.com. Meredith Schroeder is one of the co-founders of Fleur Marche, a modern cannabis marketplace for women whose mission is to rebrand cannabis as wellness. Meredith and her co-founder, Ashley Lewis, previously worked together and after falling in love with cannabis products themselves, decided to start their own venture. They knew that there was an opportunity to create a sophisticated, elevated experience for women where customers could come learn and discover CBD products without any stigma. Today, Fleur Marche is one of the premier e-com destinations for quality cannabis wellness products. Meredith is joining us to talk all things CBD beauty, like what it actually does for your body, what you should be looking for, and what her favorite CBD beauty products are. Hi, Meredith. Hi. <laughs> Thanks so much for taking time to be on the pod. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited. I feel like this has been a long time coming. We've been wanting to have you and Ashley on forever. And then, unfortunately, due to quarantine, we have had to, you know, get creative and do the Zoom. So we're so happy to at least have you. So thank you. Thank you. Of course. I'm very excited to chat with you guys about all things CBD. Totally. So um, let's just dive right in. We want to ask you, what is on your face? <laughs> I have basically two things on my face right now. One is sunscreen and the other is St. Jane um, beauty serum. Love St. Jane. That is, not, that is not a lie either. <laughs> it really, that, it's my tried and true. I use it every single day. We also love that you're wearing sunscreen. Yes. Because I feel like people are forgetting to wear that even though they're, you know, cooped up at home. Oh, no, I, I spend a lot of time in the sun, even at home, especially at home this past week, because it's finally Los Angeles weather. So I'm really excited to get some vitamin D out there. But I need sunscreen because my skin can get leathery very fast. What sunscreen do you use? 
I don't, I'm not like, I'm pretty agnostic. So whatever I have on, on hand. Um, but right now I'm using Neutrogena. It's definitely not my favorite, but I have it and it's like 85. So got it. Oh, do you uh, mix it with your, your St. Jane? Like how do you apply mm-hmm. it? I do. You, I yeah. do. I'm not consistent, but yeah, I, sometimes I mix it. Um, sometimes I put the serum on first so I can feel like it's really hydrated and then I put the sunscreen on top so that I feel like I have the most protective layer. Okay. Meredith, tell us a little bit about your story. Why did you and Ashley decide to launch for my Marche? Obviously you guys used to work together. Tell us all about how you guys got started. Yes. So I will try not to make it too of too much of a long-winded story, but, but um, Ashley and I were work wives at Goop, um, that, that little content vehicle that some of you may know about. Um, <laughs> and so uh, at Goop, we became fast friends. She ran the wellness vertical and I ran the fashion vertical. Um, at Goop, it's comprised of two separate sort of entities that run the business. There's the editorial side and then there's the commerce side. And so we um, ran our respective verticals on the commerce side. And so other than the fact that we were sort of work by best friends, um, we both became pretty obsessed with cannabis and CBD specifically once we like kind of fast forwarded a couple of years into our relationship at Goop because she ran the wellness vertical, became pretty intimately involved with and familiar with sort of like the cannabis market landscape, um, specifically with CBD products, because to Gwyneth's credit, she was really a proponent of wellness as cannabis or cannabis as wellness rather, um, much earlier than sort of the rest of the craze. This was at this point, like a a few years ago. And so Ashley, as a result of that, really started diving in um, and doing quite the deep dive to understand cannabis, CBD specifically, how they could incorporate it into Goop's business, um, whether they wanted to put it into their own products or carry third-party products. And through that process became it became very clear to her that there was a a very great opportunity to recontextualize a category with a huge stigma for women who were otherwise totally wellness obsessed and were willing to do a lot of woo-woo-y things, um, but still still not interested in cannabis, Um, didn't understand connecting the dots between wellness and cannabis. And so she obviously um, sort of latched on to this ripe opportunity to um, recontextualize this category for women. I was more on the consumer. I rediscovered cannabis uh, a few years ago by way of a very nice dispensary in Aspen. Um, But up until that point, I had really held that stigma. So I was really the woman that she felt there was a ripe opportunity for. So I was interested in all things, you know, health, beauty, and wellness, but I didn't understand connecting the dots between cannabis and wellness. Um, I didn't know that you could adopt these really great plant-based sort of medicines into your everyday life and that they were actually great swaps for otherwise toxic medications you were taking. Um, And so I found a product that really worked for me for my period cramps in Aspen on a very specific trip and then became kind of a convert from there. And I think what struck me by that experience was, A, there was a huge new landscape of products that... I didn't know about. And two, I was frustrated that I actually didn't know. I didn't know that. And so I really wanted to share that. And, and we sort of wanted to team up and create a really amazing, sophisticated, elevated, beautiful platform that focused on cannabis and that was speaking to women in a way that they really understood and created an experience that felt more like health, beauty, and wellness or fashion as opposed to traditional cannabis, like dispensaries. Got it. So um, I love that story. And obviously you guys both have so much street cred when it comes to this category and really being on the forefront of trends. You know, to Gwyneth's credit, like she has run an amazing operation over at Goop. And like, I have talked to Sarah about this before. Like, I think wellness the wellness category should pay a lot of respect to her (laughs) (laughs) because 
she's really put, been the one to make it more mainstream. Before we get into all things CBD, can you just break down the difference between CBD and THC? I think a lot of people that are maybe considering CBD or maybe use it regularly don't even understand the real difference. I know Sarah and I still have people saying, should I try CBD? I just, I, you know, I don't want to get high or should I try CBD and um, I have to take a drug test for work? Like, is it going to show up in my drug test? So, and these are questions that we get and we answer, but obviously you're the expert. So can you kind of break it down into layman's terms for us? Yes. The easiest way to understand it is that CBD will not get you high. CBD is one cannabinoid, um, many cannabinoids in the hemp plant, mostly in the hemp plant. You can get CBD from both cannabis and hemp. And it's confusing because one's called cannabis, the other one's called hemp. Cannabis used to be referred to as marijuana, not a great word. So now we refer to it as cannabis versus hemp. So CBD predominantly, it's just, it's just a higher um, potency in the hemp plant. So um, most of like our products or most of the CBD products you see in the market come from the hemp plant. Hemp, by legal definition, contains less than point. 0.3% THC. So even if you have a sort of like a full spectrum product, which I think we can probably get into later what that means, yes. it's trace amounts of THC that will not get you high. So THC will get you high. It binds with the receptors in your body. T uh, CBD does not. So it will not get you high. Got it. Can you explain the difference between hemp seed oil and CBD? Yeah. Because that's, I think, what kind of shocked me when I first started learning about CBD, that, you know, they would put the cannabis plant on a product or make it green or whatever it is right. and, and claim to have these benefits, but hemp seed oil and CBD are not the same thing. Absolutely. There, there's a lot of marketing out there, right? And it's very um, important to understand the distinction between hemp seed oil versus CBD. And both, by the way, are great. It's just that they're not the same. So CBD is exactly what I just described. It's a cannabinoid in, in the hemp plant. Um, it has a whole host of benefits, including anti-inflammatory properties. It helps reduce stress. It helps reduce pain, et cetera. Hemp seed oil, which has largely been a great ingredient in beauty products, does not contain CBD. So it's just oil extracted from the seeds. So there is, in fact, zero CBD in, in that ingredient. So I think it's just important to understand the distinction. Hemp seed oil is still great. It's great for antioxidants. It's incredibly hydrating. So it's a great beauty ingredient, but I think it's largely being marketed as, as cannabis and it's, it's really not. So that leads us to our next question. What does CBD in beauty products actually do? Yeah. So does hemp seed oil have the same anti-inflammatory benefits as CBD? So what what is like the distinguishing factor when you are shopping for a product, a beauty product that has CBD versus just hemp seed oil? Yeah. So CBD, um, I'll, I'll start with CBD. So CBD has three main benefits, which is why people are using it in beauty products specifically. One is it's an anti-inflammatory and that holds true for all of the reasons why people are really using CBD because it's anti-inflammatory properties help with a lot of different functions, but specifically it's obviously great for skin, have acne. If you have skin irritations, if you have a sunburn, it's really great for all of those things. Another reason why it's great is because it helps regulate sebum production. So if you have really oily skin, it's been studied to um, and found to really help with that oil production um, and keep everything kind of in balance. And then the third is that it's an antioxidant. So it's really rich in vitamin A, D, and E. Um, and all of those help 
fight sort of like those oxidized stress that you have in your life, like pollution and any other stress that you really have. So it's a really potent antioxidant. For hemp seed oil, I do not believe the anti-inflammatory properties are as great, but they're certainly hydration and antioxidants. And so many like beauty brands prior to the craze had already been using hemp seed oil in their beauty products or so or that's what I've heard. And um, it's just funny that now all of a sudden, like everyone is like trying to market it as this newfound ingredient. Right. Like there was this one, there's a Japanese brand who, and they've been, Kogendo, they've been using hemp seed oil Mm -hmm. or some, you know, extraction of it in their products for like so long now. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, I guess we should like mention that because it kind of makes it like attractive, you know? Right. It's just kind of crazy. Yeah. Okay. So not all CBD is created equal, especially when it comes to the type that's used specifically in beauty products. So what is the difference between full spectrum CBD. We see that uh, term a lot on packages, broad spectrum CBD, and then CBD isolate. Good question. So I should say that at Fleur Marche, we are pretty agnostic when it comes to the CBD type because we have seen research and science that shows all of them can be beneficial in their own form. So I think there are a lot of purists that sort of like go one way or the other. And we, we think that there are benefits to all three forms. So to explain Full spectrum is really where it's using the whole plant. That's the easiest way to describe it. So it includes all of the other cannabinoids that are in there, some of the terpenes even, all of the essential oils, and they extract the hemp extract holistically. For broad spectrum, most of the time, some of the definitions that people hold are a little bit murky and can, and can differ, but we define it as all of the cannabinoids used minus THC. So it's 100% THC free. There's no trace amounts of THC whatsoever. That's broad spectrum. So it's still using the other components of the plant, which people think are really important synergistically, but it's not including THC because some people want absolutely nothing to do with THC. And then there's the isolate where it's literally just the CBD. There's not the other cannabinoids working in sort of like unison with each other. So there's you know, a lot of different viewpoints on what is most advantageous, what's the best to take. In beauty products, it's interesting because we've really run the gamut in understanding from our vendors what what they believe is best. Some people really believe that the isolate is a very, it's consistent. It's really much easier to formulate with because it's, it's obviously just like a pure ingredient and it can be paired with other ingredients much more easily. Um, the consistency is really nice. Once you get all of the elements of the plant, the consistency starts to change a lot. The color changes. So a lot of people prefer isolates. Some people really prefer full spectrum and having all of the elements of the plant because they just believe in the entourage effect, which is what it's referred to as when you have all of the elements working together. Can you explain what a terpene is for those who are not familiar with that term? A terpene is like the essence of a plant. So it's kind of like when you, someone described this to me and I feel like it's a good visual. Like when you have an orange, when you, when you open an orange and you see sort of like the spritz come out, that is like the terpene of the plant. It's like the essence of a plant. And so those flavor profiles are really important for a lot of people when they're formulating their products because they do help sort of shape the benefits of those products. Totally. Do you feel like there's a certain type of CBD that plays best with other ingredients in skincare products? Most of our formulations are pretty, or most of the formulations that we come across that we're excited to put in our store are pretty simple. The CBD can really go a long way. A lot of people even, like we've even had women anecdotally come to us and say like they're um, allergic to a lot of ingredients that are in different beauty products, Um, like vitamin E's and I think like almost every beauty product. And so they have 
wanted alternative methods and they find the simpler the formulation, the better. So even something as simple as MCT oil with the CBD has been like a good alternative for them because obviously MCT oil is great in, in sort of like fatty acids and it's a great carrier oil for the CBD so that it can actually do all of the things that it's supposed to do to benefit your skin. So I, I feel like we've, got, we've aired on the side of sort of like simplicity. Got it. And clean and clean ingredients, obviously. So let's talk about CBD supplements, um, you know, ingesting CBD and how that can potentially affect your skin. Right. Can you, you know, experience any of those benefits that you would from a, you know, topical CBD product when you ingest it? Uh, The science is not definitive on that yet. However, like my hunch is that absolutely. I mean, we are what we eat. Uh, I think, you know, a lot of other beauty products are certainly sort of sharing that belief. Goop was a huge proponent of that to sort of like eat your skincare routine. But there, there's just not enough science specific to CBD to actually prove that yet. But there are specific reasons that you really should use it topically to treat the um, inflamed area so that it can actually be most effective for it. Um, but yeah, there's just no science. Okay, so let's talk about THC and beauty products. It can have an anti-inflammatory benefit like CBD, but it can potentially get you high, right? <laughs> Good question. Can it? <laughs> like, like I read something about some like lip balm that has THC traces of THC in it and can act, get you high. Like, I think that that obviously can be attractive to some people. Sure, but so. Yeah, let's talk about it. Again, like we're much more expert at CBD, but um, I partake in a lot of THC products. Um, And uh, yes, THC certainly has anti-inflammatory properties. Um, Can it get you high when you administer it topically? Generally, no, but it's not a straightforward answer, of course. So transdermally, so there are two sort of like topical buckets. There's just like straight up topicals that are mostly creams or salves or sprays that provide a lot of localized relief. And then there's also transdermal, um, which is still a topical technically, but it actually penetrates below the dermis and goes into your bloodstream. So when you're using those types of products, yes, it will get into your bloodstream and you will get high. Um, There are people who argue with certain creams that are being applied topically that they can also get into your bloodstream if the molecules are small enough. It's pretty rare. So for example, a patch is a transdermal product that is applied topically um, and you'll feel localized relief for sure. So like if you use a THC patch, for example, for pain, you'll definitely feel it in the areas that you need it, but you'll also get high because it's getting into your bloodstream. And in fact, a a patch is a very bioavailable way or AKA effective way to get it into your bloodstream. In fact, like the most effective. And then another transdermal topical method is like bath bombs. Those go below the dermis and get into your bloodstream transdermally. So you will get high from like a a THC bath bomb as well. A lip gloss, probably not. And honestly, it's just such a tiny amount that like you're probably not going to get high. But I've heard people anecdotally tell me that they have. I just like, I haven't seen the science specifically in THC because we're obviously much more specialized in CBD to actually tell me that. Okay. So you and Ashley were pregnant when you launched, correct? You both were like almost due when you launched. Um, I know there's not a lot of research, you know, around CBD and how it affects pregnancy and the fetus, but can you tell us where you guys stand, like how Fleur Marche advises pregnant women? Absolutely. Um, Yes, we were pregnant. (laughs) It felt like for like a year and a half. And 
yeah, unfortunately there's just no science. So we have to officially say like, stay away, um, just to err on the side of being safe. However, like I was just uh, sort of discussing topically, it, it, by and large, if you're avoiding transdermal topicals, topicals generally don't get into your bloodstream. So if you have pain or if you really want to use it in your beauty routine, like I legitimately used St. Jane's beauty serum every single day of my pregnancy and, uh, then you're, you're fine for ingesting. Obviously we can't recommend you do that until there's just more science to prove one way or the other. And that includes being pregnant or breastfeeding. Got it. Good to know. Which is such a bummer because you're, I mean. Yeah. It's like when you would need it the most, I would assume. Yeah. Also, though, the top the topical uh, relief you get, like when you have lower back pain or when your ankles are super freaking swollen. Yeah. It's nice. So I recommend to the pregnant ladies out there, uh, get yourself a CBD cream to help all the aches and pains because they're real when you're pregnant. Okay. So you guys have a very strict vetting process, which is why we love you guys. How can we apply the same tactics when we're shopping for our own CBD products? You know, what should we look for? How long should we be using it to see results? I think a lot of people, when they use CBD, I think they expect magic, like right out the gate. And I would love if you could put in, you know, perspective, like what they should be expecting when they first start using the product and what they may see over time. And then also like any red flags, if a product says something and you're like, Nuh-uh, honey, it's not going to work. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a good question. And it's because it's unregulated still, and, and we hope that we're getting closer and closer to regulation, but it's important that you are being responsible and you're sort of using a discerning lens when you're buying these products. But if you don't want to have to think about it, just come to Fleur Marche. But I think it's important to look at the label, see what it says. A lot of the times, really reputable brands use sort of like the path of the hemp, where it was extracted from. They'll show you the third-party testing, the COAs on the website. Those are obviously doing things right. Those brands are doing things right. So I would definitely see if you can pop on a website. If you're like considering it in a store, for example, which (laughs) that probably won't happen for a minute, but I would pop on their website, Google their brand, see sort of how transparent they are with their own standards, because that will give you a good indication on if it's a quality product or not. Because the biggest thing that we look for, I mean, we look for a whole host of things in our vetting process, which is crazy strict, which actually, to be honest, isn't that strict. It should be everyone's standard, but it's just that no one's looking for these things. But the biggest red flag is usually potency. So a lot of the times in like a CBD product or a beauty product that's in a bodega in New York or something, the potency that's on the label isn't in fact in the product because there just are no regulations. So it's important that you try to do your homework on the brand or the products that you're interested in. Try to get as much information as you can. Make sure that they're clean ingredients. Make sure that when you're looking at the um, certificate of analysis on their website, it actually matches what's on the bottle. Those are good starting points for sure. Or you can come to us. You also asked um, what people expect to feel it's very clear what you feel from THC, right? Like you feel high. It's, it's very hard to refute. Um, when you take CBD, a lot of times people are confused because they say like, I don't feel anything and you don't know if it's working. Um, and I think the best way to describe that is when you know the product is working, when you actually feel the absence of something. So, and then that's like an annoying response. But like, for example, when you have pain, you take a CBD product and obviously you feel the absence of pain, you know, it's working. If you're really anxious and you take your dose of CBD and you feel the absence of that anxiety, you obviously know it's working. So that's really what CBD's job is. It's working with your endocannabinoid system to get you back to homeostasis, to get you back to baseline. You're not supposed to feel high. You're not supposed to feel low. Um, You're supposed to feel right 
in balance and that's what really cbd does and i think that's a frustrating thing for people because they're so used to, especially because it, it's cannabis so they're used to it needing to feel high for it to be effective but that's not at all true you should just be feeling the absence of the thing that you were trying to really treat and and for skincare the you will notice that your skin is more hydrated exactly i was gonna actually touch on this like in terms of who cbd is good for would you say people that deal with things you talked about it being an anti-inflammatory so would you say things like acne rosacea and and things like that that's what cbd would be most helpful for exactly yes like chronically dry skin i have very very dry skin um it's great for that a lot of people with acne use it um rosacea exactly sunburns so anyone that's just looking for that extra hydration or um extra like layer of antioxidants um, would really benefit from it so mayor you were talking about when you're looking for uh you know the credentials when it comes to cbd you should get online do a google go to their website and see if they explain like where the the CBD came from, their process, third-party testing, all of that good stuff. Is there a certain place people should be looking like, oh, this, you know, this product comes from Iowa or like it comes from France. Like is, is there like a gold standard where you should be looking for your CBD to be like made and processed and sold, I guess? Good question. California. Cali. <laughs> a lot of it's coming from, from Kentucky and Oregon. What? Yeah. The U.S. is great, for sure. Um, most of our products come from U.S. Um, we have some really great farms here in the U.S. Some people are turned off by um, Europe, but actually Europe, as you guys know, in the beauty world has incredibly high standards. And so you can get for sure, decent hemp from there. But if your hemp is coming from a U.S. farm, you're you're generally fine. But unfortunately, as I said before, like the regulations are super unclear. I think if if the product is or their website is actually telling you the path or where the hemp was extracted from, how it was manufactured, the potency, the the certificate of analysis, any of that information, then they're being pretty transparent with you. And it's certainly more trustworthy than anyone that's not. I mean, sometimes you'll pick up a CBD product and it literally says nothing or their website doesn't say much. So the more transparency, just the better. But yes, you can certainly get great hemp. Um, and we mostly do here in the United States. Are we supposed to look for a specific percentage of CBD? Yeah. Both in what we ingest and also what we put on our face. It's very varied. Everyone is different. That's also, there's a lot of annoying things about CBD, right? Um, so you kind of just have to be patient and incorporate it into your wellness routine and, and do a lot of trial and error. But a lot of people are different. So some people um, that use like topical products or beauty products prefer a certain threshold of CBD um, in their product or a certain potency. An example is like St. Jane is sort of like at the top of the market, a, a pretty luxurious product. Um, I think the most potent CBD beauty product on the market and she has 500 milligrams of CBD. That's a lot versus some pain topicals or for example, something that's a little bit more commercial is like Dr. Kirkland's skin cream that can be used for a lot of different purposes. It has, I believe, 180 milligrams. So it's quite varied. Um, there is no hard and fast rule. It also, to Sarah's question earlier, has a lot to do with the rest of the formulation, especially if you're using it for pain. There's like a lot of great ingredients that are paired with CBD. So the amount of the milligram can can vary by person as long as it has like a synergistic ingredient like arnica or menthol or something that's like helping with that benefit. So it really just depends. For ingesting, 
same thing. There are really potent tinctures out there that have like 500, 750, 1,000 milligrams of CBD. And a lot of people are different in terms of what they find their Goldilocks zone to be or their perfect dose. And so some people will take like 50 milligrams of CBD a day and some people will take 10. So it really, really varies. It varies on your weight, on your metabolism, on how much water you drink that day. Like there are a lot of factors that factor it in, like any other supplement you would really take. Okay, I know this might be a difficult question because you are a retailer, <laughs> but if you had to be completely honest and play favorites, what are your favorite brands, CBD and cannabis beauty products? Oh, very hard, Sarah. My favorite for sure is St. Jane. Um, it's my tried and true. I've been using it since I got my hands on it, really, since she sent it to us to test for the first time. I love Casey, the founder. She comes from Sephora. She has a very stacked background. And so I find that it's very effective. Other favorites, Kana is a really great brand. It's kind of taking Korean beauty and mixing it with CBD. And so she has a night mask, which is freaking awesome. Um, and you wake up really feeling like super refreshed. So I think those are like my two main faves right now. And especially in quarantine, it's like any luxury like feels amazing right now. Okay. So our final question is, you know, we've talked about the whole spectrum of CBD. <laughs> <laughs> so what can beauty consumers expect to see from the cannabis industry in the next year? I know that things have probably changed a tiny bit since the beginning of March. But do you think that, have you already started to see uh, trends starting to emerge when it comes to CBD and beauty products? Yes. And I think outside of CBD, there's going to be a lot more just cannabinoids um, used and more research that, that shows why they're effective. We're still so new and nascent, even in just the CBD space, which we've identified as obviously a, a very powerful ingredient. But I think there's so much room to explore the other cannabinoids, but also continue to refine what we know about CBD. But I think, you know, other ingredients like uh, CBG is one that's like really popping up right now, THC and beauty products for sure, um, continuing to be on the rise. So I think it's going to be this huge exploration of additional cannabinoids and seeing how those work with CBD or without. A lot of people too, interestingly, are moving away from CBD because A, it's so saturated, but B, the regulatory is murky. And so they want to go into an entirely different cannabinoid that just has less focus on it and they can actually um, kind of take it and run with it and, and run in like a bit more of an open space. I have one more question. So during this time in quarantine, obviously people are still buying tons of products from you guys. What has been like the best selling product? In beauty specifically or in general? Both. I just want to know what people are buying right now. You guys are going to laugh. Lube. That sounds accurate. Lots of lube. People are, people are like, okay. And it's also, it's a great ingredient to put into a lube. What, which lube is it? Both. Um, so we have an intimacy oil from both Apothecana and Foria. Those are both killing it for us. Um, and then we've recently onboarded the actual um, lubricant from Foria, which has already been off to an amazing start. Um, so I think people are really uh, gearing up for their time at home. Good for them. And then, yeah, exactly. Um, and then um, outside of that, anything anxiety, um, because I think, and sleep, anything anxiety and sleep is just like kind of flying off the shelves. I'm using air quotes because people just want help with that right now. In terms of beauty, we've seen a lot of St. Jane perform. Um, well for us lately. I think 
again, they're kind of like, okay, I'm at home. I, like I've been wanting to like convert on this really amazing serum. Like now's the time. So they have a lot of time on their hands to like really up, upgrade their beauty routines. Love that. But I'm not trying to play favorites. I feel like I keep talking about St. Jane, but it's really authentic. <laughs> no, no. We we um, also love St. Jane. So we totally understand and get it. Totally. And I I just want to say everyone be prepared for more Sagittarii, Capricorns, and Aquarians in the world because <laughs> exactly people are getting busy. So, and I welcome more Capricorns, more Capricorns. Please come to us. Yeah. But I will say it must be first time parents. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because uh, if you already have kids, you're, you're not at home right now. No, <laughs> you're not trying to have any more at this point. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Um, <laughs> Meredith spoken like a true mom of two. <laughs> Truly. Truly. Um, thank you so much for this. I know that it's, you know, it's such a big world of CBD and we try to break it down as best as we could with Meredith to help you guys out. Um, if you have any more questions, Mara, where can people find you and obviously find Fleur Marche, more CBD products? Yes. So you can follow us on Instagram at Fleur Marche. I think we also have a Twitter. <laughs> Um, it's the same handle and Facebook. Um, and then we wanted to share a code with you guys. Is that okay? Yeah. Oh my God. What okay. a fun little surprise. Love it. Yes. So we created a code gloss 15 and that will give you 15% off your purchases for all of your listeners. Thank you. Yes. Stock up on your sleep masks and your lube. Yes. Glamgelinos. Get that St. Jane serum, man. It's the best. <laughs> Everyone's going to come out of quarantine looking amazing. Totally. Totally. <laughs> And feeling great, just feeling so great. That's amazing. Um, Meredith, thank you so much for joining us today. We so appreciate you, you know, in your busy life schedule, coming and hanging out with us. Um, you guys know where to find us. We are online at Los Angeles Pod on Instagram and Twitter and our Facebook group, just search Los Angeles on Facebook, find our page, join the group and have some fun. Um, and we will be back next week. Thank you, thank you guys for listening. And of course use Gloss 15 for your 50% <laughs> discount. Thank you so much. <laughs>Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 